0: Welcome to A Seat at the Table, a podcast dedicated to helping companies and leaders build inclusive cultures. Brought to you by MFHA, the Multicultural Food Service and Hospitality Alliance. I'm your host, Jerry Fernandez. I'm president and founder of MFHA. This week, we're talking with Felene Zitten. She's the executive director in Panda Express's legal department. She's also co-lead of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Initiatives. It's great to see you. I'm excited about having you with us today why don't we start off by you telling us a little bit about uh uh panda's dei effort and and how it evolved over the past few years now you're going to tell us a little bit more about panda as we get into this but but you can start with the dei effort that would be a good idea
1: thank you jerry yes thank you for inviting me to talk about diversity equity inclusion at panda I, i really love sharing about it and it's been a journey and it's evolved as you had said and it's began with us really looking at our culture and realizing it's always been ingrained in our culture. But now we're just working on being more intentional to prioritize these efforts and making sure it shows up and impacting our associates and our guests. And it really begins with our founders, Andrew and Peggy Churn. And they're immigrants who were building Panda Express from one restaurant in Glendale, California in 1983. And over the years, uh, they were really determined to find, build and uplift the community as they began to expand in their stores across the country.
0: That's a that's a great story, you know. I I I've, I've met I met uh, both of them and they're they're impressive individuals. Why why more intentional now? Why is intentionality matter? I think we were
1: obviously around for the the pandemic and covid, but I think May 2020 was another watershed moment in that time. We were able to really understand that you know, we were looking at ourselves as individuals and as organizations and asking ourselves Can we do more? And I think PANA prides itself in really asking hard questions of itself. We came out with this answer of yes, we could do more. Um, And so it's really around committing in actions to support our associates in the community. And our chief brand officer also was working with us as part of a task force for diversity, equity, inclusion at the beginnings of this um, in 2020 uh, to create uh, sustainable efforts and really help us figure out what's our strategy and cultivating a positive culture for our associates, guests, and community.
0: Great, great. Uh, um, Can you talk a little bit more about your founders and their immigrant story and how that contributes to Panda's DEI efforts?
1: Well, Panda was founded by Andrew and Peggy as immigrants and they got an education in the US. And then from there, um, when they decided to move forward with opening up a restaurant, they just started to expand and grow um, in the communities that had supported them uh, when they started their company back um, in, when it was Panda Inn, uh, which was a, a sit-down restaurant concept in Pasadena, California. And then the most powerful part of the giving is that you know associates today also, if they're as as, as they're inspired, contribute back to that effort of giving as well because that's a core value
0: of Panda is giving. So talk a little bit more, if you would, about how Panda focuses on its DEI strategy, how it supports the DEI strategy. You know, for everyone, because of the the, the shutdown, um, the pandemic and how it impacted uh, disproportionately people of color. How does Panda focus on it?
1: So Panda um, as an organization, and I think many organizations do this, we have this uh, overall corporate strategy and we look at uh, foundations of culture people and guests and community as as part of um, our corporate strategy of how to grow. So when we think of diversity and inclusion and how we can make an impact, we've actually just Integrated our strategy in terms of pillars as well. So we have a pillar of culture and what we want to do in that space of DEI. We want to build inclusive teams, for example, and and make sure that we're um, kind of supporting areas of belonging like uh, associate resource networks or ERGs and creating that experience of inclusion. For our people pillar, we wanted to make sure we you know really look at talent and are we you know finding the right talent, retaining talent. And so part of that process is really to, um, from a DEI lens, are we really giving our leaders the skills to be more inclusive and in training from the hourly associate all the way up to the C-suite, as well as are we doing practices and processes that are fair and do we wanna make it a broader talent pool? So are we auditing, for example, our our, our systems and our our processes and practices and, and actually seeing gaps and what are we taking uh, in terms of actions to close those gaps and expand opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then finally, our, our third pillar is guest and community. And uh, I think this is a really cool part of, uh, of what we do with DEI and, you know, our corporate strategy, big picture is to be a brand of choice where guests say, you know, I, I love Panda and what they do. And I want to be a part of that brand experience, but for DEI, and what we're doing in that space is really again extending what we do with our guests and and making sure we're giving back to the community and creating community impact. So part of this, um, it's not the only thing, but is giving, uh, you know. And I think that's that's really exciting in terms of creating community ca- uh, impact. And again, as I've mentioned, I'll probably mention many times throughout um, this conversation is giving is a core part of our, our company culture. It's our it's a it's a value we talk about a lot. Um, and giving doesn't really solve. All systemic problems, but it's really, you know, when we're passionate about, you know, making it a difference, this is something that we do naturally um, mm-hmm. as, a, as an organization. So we thought this is a way we can um, be culturally and socially educated and to continue growing and evolving our DI strategy.
0: Well, you know, we are in a hospitality business. So, so right? uh, service is an honorable profession, I, I learned long ago, and we have to continue to teach that. But you have a, a program called Panda Cares. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Part of that uh, giving back was then to create a a foundation that had a mission rooted in giving back uh, to children in the community and creating a life full of possibilities for them through giving back in the form of health and education programs. Um, and that's really what PandaCares is about, and we ha- in kind of invite our associates and our guests to participate in this giving um, across the nation. And to date, we've raised over three hundred twenty-nine million dollars, and yeah, it's amazing. And um, right now, to date, our commitment is to create these PandaCare Center of Hopes for kids um, mm-hmm. for their development. Um, Four hundred eighty centers across the nation. We give back um, to also the Boys and Girls Club of America. Um, so, again, supporting kids and their development. And it's usually impacting underserved communities um, in, in those ways. And I had the, the privilege of taking um, part in the PandaCares golf tournament, which is in California. Um, but I got oh, to see... You didn't invite
0: me. I'm My sorry. it's golf no game time. is not that great, but I like, it. I like to go. <laughs> super fun.
1: Like it's super fun and inspiring. And I think what it was is just having our vendors partnering mm-hmm. with us and having our associates volunteer at the event and yeah. really getting to understand how the money goes back um, to Boys and Girls Clubs of America and Children Miracle Network Hospitals and seeing that all come together in a celebration of acknowledgement for everyone. Um, so that was really great to be able to be a part of that effort. And then, you know, going back to DEI, I think really then um, from the issues of being more intentional is then how do we focus our philanthropic efforts around um, DEI and impacting communities in that way. And we began um, a Panda Community Fund, um, wow. 2021, and it's run by the Panda Community Fund team and it's a corporate fund that supports di initiatives.
0: Well, that was good. I was going to ask you that question and you jumped right into it. There's a significant commitment over 5 years. I think my notes from when we talked the other day was $10 million. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of dough or or a lot of noodles if you put Yeah. <laughs> and <standard terms. laughs>
1: yeah, and I think that's really uh something that we we're again intentional about from a DEI lens is it's a community investment and response program to to support immediate and sustainable solutions at the national and local uh, level. And it's about really focusing on narrative change, representation, advocacy, and striving to create a more respectful, inclusive society of tomorrow. And really to to kind of step back for a minute, I think what I wanna share too is panda again in our corporate culture we talked about how we are storytellers yep. um that panda yep. and we love and i i was just thinking and reflecting on how the immigrant story because of our founders are immigrants right. there's this um kind of story of um you know getting from one place to another going through a challenge and then transforming right, in some way or and, and having some learning or like really being elevated in some way. And that's really what the immigrant story has been for, for Andrew and Peggy. But so many other, like whether it's your associate or guest, that's kind of, that story resonates for us, right? Like either no. you're an immigrant or not, like you've had this challenge and you've overcome it. So storytelling is really ingrained in who we are as a company and leadership talks about it. And we share about what we're doing and how we're kind of uplifting each other and ourselves. And so narrative narrative change for us really is
0: important. So well, I'm glad you bring that up because that, that, uh, I wanted to make sure I understood that because the narrative change, because we have so many stories in our in our industry, social mobility. I, I come from a very you know low-income family. My dad died when I was 11. mom had six kids. Mm-hmm. And we've all been able to socially become mobile through education and working in a good exactly. companies. The rest of our industry is great like that. Um, and, and so, so it makes perfect sense to tie it to your storytelling because Asian cultures got a lot of stories and, and, and they're, 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 they're really part of a lot of, a lot of history. What, what things do you wish you considered before you got into these initiatives? Sometimes, you know, we get into things and, and then we go, you know, if I was doing this again, I would do it different. Are there any things that you, you've learned from this process that you would do differently or that you, you, you might change?
1: I will just say, because the PANA Community Fund team is the one that's really doing the work on the ground, um, and we partner together. And so I think this, from their perspective, this is a work in progress, and they're always continuously learning. Uh, One of the things that they mentioned that they've kind of rubbed up against is just how do you measure impact long term, right? You know, we're a company, we want results, we want numbers, but I think, you know, there's a gray area in this type of change, right? How do we quantify it. And I think they are recognizing narrative change is a long game, you know, Um, and it's a, it's through these long-term education initiatives. So it's going to take patience and leaps of faith to be involved in this type of work. Um, And I think that's really the takeaway that they got. Um, And I think that's true. I think there are parts of DI even in internally, where we want to quantify change. But I think part of that is going to have to be you know, some more anecdotal kinds of examples of impact. And I think that's important for the for the work.
0: Yeah, so so that's a good point. So can you give any specific stories, example of of where your your culture of giving has impacted your associates, uh helping them bring purpose to people. You know, any any story come to mind? I, I mean I think
1: for me, like one one example that and this is also through the Panic Community Fund, um, that's really kind of the cycle of of learning and growing uh, in the DI space is uh, our grantee, uh, StoryCorps. Uh, we just invited them to be part of our Black History Month last month, and um, they shared what they're all about, and I I got to learn what they're all about, which is you know creating these oral stories that are recorded and then put in the National Library of Congress for people to hear, and you know their mission is really to create uplifting stories and um, in the black. Uh, narratives and you know you see the headlines there's a yeah. lot of negativity and sad stories of course and we want to we want to be mindful of those but there's so many uplifting um stories around you know challenge and um either also growing and learning and, and maybe some more oral history of yeah. like who, who the black community has become since enslavement and so i think it's really uh, it was a really powerful partnership where associates actually learned from the grantee. It wasn't yeah. just us impacting the community. It's like impacting our associates. Right, and right, They learn, and then we invited them to also be a part of that, you know, uh, storytelling conversation right. with the story core. So I just really, appreciate that we got the opportunity. And now that's making me more mindful that even if we're just thinking of the community, we can actually cycle it back to our associates. You know, that's
0: a, that's a great best practices for for the listeners on the podcast, you know, to tap into something existing like story call, which is a great program from from the national public radio NPR. And I I love it. But the creativeness to go ahead and say, let's tell the success stories of people that we've granted you know, gifts to and give, you know, that's a, that's really smart. You, you also partnered with some community-based organizations. Tell us about, about those.
1: Um, So, yes, and we have partnered with the MALDEF, you know, the Latino Legal Voice for Civil Rights in America, Equal Justice Initiative, uh, BLMP, which is Black LGBTQLAIA, uh, Migrant Project, and Asian American Futures. It's important to think about different backgrounds um that's what we're working on building and um you know storytelling again has been a part of uh you know it's in our food uh, connecting our chinese culture with the american experience and Mm -hmm. the more stories told means more representation um we take pride being able to tell the stories of our culture and our people as a leader in that in our community
0: right you know um for companies that are new at this you know what considerations could you offer? Obviously you've been doing this a while. There's 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 probably some expectation because your your founders are are of Asian descent and they're also immigrants that they probably have some insight around DEI through their own life experiences. But you know, what what advice would you offer for people that are that are getting started in in the diversity, equity and inclusion initiative?
1: I think it's um, you know, and again, I, I think I say this with humility. I, I we're always learning. I, I, I don't know if anybody ever has it quite down. And I think as I get to meet other companies and representatives that work in that space, uh, I, I can see ways that we can learn from them and be more strategic. But I think for us, what was authentic was really working with what are our company values. If we already have a strong culture around values about giving and respect, um, being you know, proactive, having growth, then how, how do we just kind of make sure to, to elevate, you know, D I already, that's already kind of built in, into those values. You know, when we show respect, what does respect look like? It's about being inclusive, right. And showing that action. Right. So I think it's like when you're considering how to quote unquote, make the big change is actually to look at what you already have so that you're not bolting on something that's very new and having to drive new action that is, kind of not as foreign to people or behaviors that are completely foreign to people, it's easier to already use what you have. Um, sometimes you just need to also narrow down and be strategic. Like for example, with giving and learn yeah. along the way. So sometimes we can't do it all. We just yeah. have to focus um, on, on the things that are important. Um, and then we just are learning to also ask questions of, you know, how do we impact, community is also to ask, what does the community need? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> not to assume um, and then learning how we we can develop that, you know, it's just a part of our culture learning. So I think that's part of always looking back and saying, what could have we done differently and how can we move forward and do it there?
0: So building on uh, the question uh, about how people get started, uh, where would, if you decide to create a foundation or, or community effort of some sort, give back, where does it fit in the organization? Uh, is it in HR? Is it, is it uh, finance? Where, did, where would it fit? And then secondly, is it necessary for them to have like a separate foundation, like a, a whole legal entity? What's your view on that?
1: And I, currently at Panda, um, DEI does not reside in HR. It's its own separate team. Um, so I'll say that, it just had, depends on the organization and what works. I, you know, I think we we are talking about more of an evolution of Panda and our DI strategy versus like, again, changing things wholesale in the company and trying to build yeah. on something. So in terms of our giving, it was natural to create a separate foundation apart from the Panda Cares, only because, you know, Panda Cares is its own kind of thing that has been working and, um, you know, running like a well-oiled machine. We wanted to really focus our efforts in DEI. So it made sense for our company currently today to create a separate fund, but it could be different for anybody. I think it's just, again, um, asking what do you already have as a structure? So you're not reinventing. Like you don't have to, if you don't have to reinvent the wheel, you can use what you already have uh, for structure.
0: Well, that's good. I, I think that's important that people, people, um, hear that, you know, it doesn't have to be this or that it, it, you got flexibility in the way you can do this. So that was a great answer. You keep coming back to, and, and you said earlier in, in this portion of this conversation about values. And I, I spoke to a CEO today, we were talking about how sometimes things go wrong. He said, well, when you stumble, you land on your values. And I thought that was really good um that if a company or the, or the group hasn't decided what they're going to stand for, before the proverbial you get into the deep yogurt of things yeah eh, you're gonna have trouble but if you have your values and you're clear about them they will serve you well even when you do make mistakes so so let's come back to narrative change there's a few things that i that i had in my notes that 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 you wanted to share uh, about the narrative change and i thought were pretty interesting um maybe you can take some time at this point to, to talk a little bit more about that
1: we have it connecting to art and university programs We're going beyond just our monetary commitment, we're really trying to show appreciation and inclusivity and amplifying underrepresented voices. Another place that we do some of this kind of work of growing and learning and and, and expanding is the University of Panda. Um, And so we also it's, it's narrative change for ourselves, maybe in terms yeah. of whole person learning and offering um, resources to really reflect around, you know, your mind, body, heart, soul. You know, I think Panda is just really proud of trying to look at holistically a human being, a person, our associate, and try to not just focus on uh, skills uh, for professional growth, but just personal growth. And so... That's part of again narrative changes, transformation, if you will, of you know where you where you were today and who you want to be, uh, you know, down the road, where you see yourself at. You
0: know that part um, came out. We reached, we did some MFHA along with the National Restaurant Association, the it's Ed Foundation, and then and uh, Cornell University. We did some research last year, talked to our industry, uh, how they felt about DEI, and what came clearly out of that is We have to embrace people's body, mind, spirit. And Absolutely. I don't, I don't, I want, I want, I want to know what you stand for. I want to work for a company that I feel good about. And I, I want to know that my boss, my managers, they care about me as an individual. So that you are we real spot on with that call out there. Now, um, how is DEI considered in the giving? Who do who you decide to support? How do you, how do, you do that?
1: Um, I, you know, I give credit to the. Panda Community Fund Team. Um, I think they're being very strategic about how to support and they vet a lot of the, the grantees. So they go through a process. Um, and then then I, I think they just really make sure that we're considering underrepresented voices to make sure we're amplifying their stories. Um, so I think that's really going, funneling back up into a, a company strategy of making sure people understand that we care. You know, you reference. you know, I wanna work for a company that cares. Panda was recognized by Fast Company and People Magazine's 100 Companies that Care Award in, in
0: 2022. And I think wow, that's, that, that's we should, we should wave the flag more frequently about that. Um, you know,
1: yeah, it yeah.
0: doesn't always get credit for some of the things yeah. we do, but, you know, restaurants are always supporting the local baseball teams, the Boys and Girls Club, we're always doing fundraising. So uh, that's great to see that you got recognized in that way.
1: Yes, and so I think that's really a powerful um, acknowledgement. Part of the DEI strategy of giving is to make sure, like, if there's any incident, um, like, for example, an Asian hate crime or something like that, where we wanted to take quick action. Um, But that's not the only thing. I think that's just part of it. I think we still want to do more long term. Um, shifts in representation um, in narratives. So I think that's something that we are proud of, but it's also something we're mindful of that we want to also take more long-term approach in terms of supporting a community as well.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, I, I mean it, it's great. I, I think we need to showcase more of our companies that are immigrant-driven. is um, a tremendous success story. You know, our time's almost, almost up here. Do you have anything... You know, what what do you want to what do you want to leave the the audience with in terms of words of wisdom, things that you learned, or things that you think are most important for them to take away from 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 today's conversation?
1: I think that you know what you want to consider. It could be overwhelming at times to take on quote unquote change and how do you make an impact about diversity and inclusion in your company and. One person, or we're just a team, and I think it's really to uh, start having conversations and and having what we call at Panda crucial conversations or hard conversations about and uncomfortable conversations about what is yeah how do we want to how do we want to shift and just taking that step of grappling with the issue um, can lead on the other side to some kind of action. I know that it's uncomfortable at times and it's a sensitive topic. It could be heated, but yeah. I think in those moments, it's just showing your humanity, right? That this is something that matters to us all. Um, and then how we go about it. And I think that's, that's been my journey uh, is really learning how to work through those conversations. And it's a process, but behind you will be in a great alignment to take action. Once you have the buy-in, um, and uh, it, it just turns into something really beautiful, like this Panda Community Fund, right? So I, I just mm-hmm. think that's, that's really what uh, is a good learning
0: for me. That was great. Your takeaways is, you know, it can feel overwhelming. Don't don't let that intimidate you. Uh, start having those hard conversations. They are difficult conversations. We call them straight talk conversations. We've seen the book Crucial Conversations. They're not easy and it's messy. You know, you, 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 you got to get into the mud. Um, and then you really wrestle with the issue. It's not, the answer wasn't going to come right away. I, I really like that. Uh, wrestle with the issue to get to the action. Um, show your humanity. Um, that is what I think our industry's leadership has to show, that we don't just have employees. We have human beings that are helping us to serve fellow human beings. And and the last thing that you said, like the payoff is worth it. Um, yeah. So, so, Feline, let me say this. Uh, this has been fun. Uh, exciting, educational to spend some time with you. Um, I just want to come to the to the Panda Golf Tournament next year. So <laughs> <don't... laughs> wow,
1: well, my people will talk to your people. Right, <laughs> a, that? Well, listen,
0: well, that that wraps up things uh, for today. You know, I, I really thank you and your whole team for your involvement, uh, and uh, we look forward to running the the podcast and uh, doing something with you again. So, thank
1: Absolutely. you. Thank you for the invitation.
0: That's our show for today. And to all of our listeners, thank you for taking a seat at the table with us today. If you have found our show to be valuable, please share it with your network and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, as that helps more people to find the show. You can also subscribe for free so that you never miss an episode. A seat at the table is brought to you by MFHA, the Multicultural Food Service and Hospitality Alliance. We'll see you next time.